But yeah, Mark and Jeff from Fusebox were on. Uh, Jeff Pollard. Now, of course, there's one other guy on Fusebox. So Jeff, uh, Mark Rose and, and Jeff Pollard work on the show. But then on the show itself, you hear Mark and this guy, Milt Keynes, not what, Jeff Pollard. What is this? And uh, so they were saying they were going to go out to lunch with him. And there's been this, uh, I hate when you, do this you know, problem. it's sort of a tongue-in-cheek thing, I guess. But I really don't know the full answer. No, what what, what the fuck is this? That, just keep uh, listening. You know, Man, I, I hate when you just... There may be no Milt Keynes, and maybe Jeff is playing the character, or maybe there really is this other person. I don't know for sure, but that, that question fuck? was a big thing what? back, especially the, the, in the, the Jimbo era. think I'm real? Back around, like, 2016, or, 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 2017. real? This question was being asked, and we never Wait, really no, got to uh, know... Go, go back. Uh, Play Jeff that again. Too much. Now, the last <laughs> just keep listening. Of, uh, accent ramp we've really gotten to talk to, I've talked to, and we've really gotten to know Jeff Pollard, which is great. One, th- I just, I love this whole... How how there's sort of these endless connections and information and uh, communications just sort of unfolding here in our in our radio world of the onsug, dude. <laughs> it's it's almost done. That there's all this additional nuance is always building up, and I feel like as someone dives into our rabbit hole here, they'll start to sort of get get a sense of this, and then hear about Jeff Pollard and Milk Keynes and Mark Rose and right beyond their show that where you can hear them on. A show like The Exit Ramp, and I, I feel like Exit it's going to be a years long Frank's thing. Frank's show. To it's one of uh, Frank's. But they said they shows. were going to go to lunch with him, so I was asking them if they could, like, take a picture of him or anything. And they're like, "Yeah, we'll try." Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the other day. You, you guys were late, and you know better angle, than right? to take my picture. Is, is, is he or isn't he? You know, kind of tricky. Kind of reminds me of the whole Andy Kaufman thing. Andy Kaufman. I never thought that dude was funny. Is is there really a Tony Clifton? It's, a, it's sort of a Tony Clifton, Andy Kaufman connection with uh, Jeff Pollard and uh, and Milt Keynes, you know. Is he or isn't he? We don't know. It could be a t- totally separate person. And the gag could be making us think that it's the same person. You see what I'm saying? Right? That'd be a good gag. If you know me, you know, I, I don't like the I, I don't personally do these kind of gags. I like to be more kind of straightforward. But, hey, there's there's place in the world for these things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, bro, <laughs> is he or isn't he? <laughs> so so what's he saying that, that, that Pollard's not real or I'm not? I, I don't get what- you. That Frank, he's talking about if you're real. Oh, <laughs> who's this guy again? <laughs> Frank. Uh... Frank Edward Nora. He's a total friend of the show, man. He's in charge of Onsug, the uh, overnightscape underground. You know. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think right. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when you set me up, man. Well, we do, we just thought it would be a fun way to open a show. Wasn't that fun? Uh, fuck you, bro. <laughs> and Pollard, too. <laughs> I should have known. That, this was his idea, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, so are you done? Can we uh, do the show now? Whenever you are ready, Mr. Keynes. Fuck. Hey, Frank, if you're out there listening, bro, Rose is fake. (laughs) Or is he? (laughs) Knock it off. Fuse box.
Then squeeze that wheeze. We always say. That's right. Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the delightfully protracted Fusebox show, clownishly entitled The Bozone Layer. And uh, I am your taking a red pill because it tastes just like a red hot host, Mark Rose, and uh, over there, <laughs> enveloped glow of flashing knobs and beeping faders is the Grand Duke of Decibels himself, Milt Kane, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. Well, it's been uh, a busy couple of weeks, huh? Yeah, it's been a fair amount of familiar faces coming and going around here lately. It's really good to see a lot of those folks again, for crying out loud. Yeah, it is indeed. Despite our, uh, well, still very real and uh, dangerous situation with the Delta variant, which uh, still tends to limit most social gatherings. Or should, unless taking all of that horse dewormer has left you with even less than the half a brain you started with. Yeah, ivermectin. I think that's what it's called. It's the newest, the latest, and yes, even more wrong than anything recommended by those whack bats previously. You know... The horrible side effect is that uh, folks who raise horses, well, they just can't find the stuff on the shelves anymore because of these towheads. They're all buying it up. Yes, but you know what? There is a silver lining here. Oh, really? Yes, Mr. Keynes. Calls to the poisoning hotline have risen 5,500%. (laughs) <laughs> well, there's that, I suppose. <laughs> now, not not that we want to see anyone poison themselves for crying out loud, but there is a uh, undoubtedly a natural selection process going on here. Man, when I first heard about people using this horse dewormer stuff, it, it, it was a deja vu all over again. Yeah, shades of injecting bleach or eating a battery or uh, seriously, you know what? They all listen to absolutely anyone except the folks who actually have a clue. Yeah, doesn't seem to be getting any better down there in your uh, favorite place. <laughs> yeah, for true. A uh, frequent uh, contributor to the show, Jody Lorimer, sent in uh, this all-too-accurate, albeit tragic, uh, note. Uh, Retrieved from a uh, local hospital in Gainesville, Florida, which is, uh, as we all know, still in the top three locations in the, well, world with the most cases of late. Uh, So a nurse at a hospital there named Janae Howager was assisting a man who uh, evidently was having a heart attack. Uh, She had to inform him that there would be about an hour wait before someone could accommodate him. An hour wait because they were anticipating the next COVID-19 patient to die. Holy carp. Yeah. Nurse Howager said, Sorry, we just had a couple large groups of infected people come in, so it could be anywhere from an hour to a couple of days, depending upon how long they can hold on adding that uh, he was more than welcome to sit in the lobby and 
have some complimentary aspirin to keep his blood from clotting until it does open up. If you can't wait, there are a few other hospitals in the area that you can try, but most places have overbooked their ICUs. Now, she goes on to say that there were a couple of people who were in a car accident and a gunshot victim ahead of you, but a few of our COVID patients' oxygen levels are pretty low. So there could be a quick turnaround. Report goes on to say that uh, shortly thereafter, uh, Howager was seen wheeling the man's gurney into the emergency room early after, sadly, someone died ahead of schedule. Yeah, because as we know, timing is everything. You know, I hope Governor Ron the Sand Slug reads this. Creep. Well, you know, he j- he just got shut down again, too. A state judge just ruled he, of course, cannot tamper with mask mandates and uh, has to put down his scythe. And then, quick like a bunny, some tow-headed jerk named Richard Cochran, uh, he's the education commissioner. Yeah? He's banging the drum to withhold school board members' salaries again. He says... I intend to recommend to the State Board of Education that the department withhold funds in an amount equal to the salaries for all the members of the school board, as well as other sanctions authorized by law, until this district comes into compliance. Man. This is just unbelievable. I, I, you know, I've also read that uh, uh, the folks in the state are looking to bounce Governor Sandslug's ass out of there, too. Well, you know what? (laughs) Let's hope that there are a few of them left that can still be allowed to vote after all these voting restrictions go into effect. And then, uh, just maybe, they might be able to eject this idiot. Uh, By the way, his uh, approval ratings uh, among voters, both GOP and others, has uh, plummeted recently down to levels like 43% approval, which for him is uh, significant, as he was enjoying an over 60% approval at one point. So, uh, tell you, man, if they keep going at the present rate, there might not be anyone left to vote down there. Yikes. Well, we hope not, uh, certainly, but uh, it is a, is a dire situation at present, and, and doing the status quo is going to get you dead, it looks like. Uh, let, me, let me add something as well. Uh, just so the uh, playing field is equal and level here, just a, a couple of days ago, I was, I was uh, uh, watching a report from our uh, fine state of Oregon here, and uh, it was concerning the attendance uh, at the Oregon State Fair, which for some reason is uh, going on at the present time. And uh, looking at that crowd, I was horrified to see that uh, a throng of unmasked folks milling about in there. You know, I I still think many vaccinated folks have the uh, mistaken idea that they are somewhat immune to this uh, recent mutation. It's just not the case. And uh, you're going to see more and more of these breakthrough cases reported. Or not reported. (laughs) Well... Well, the point is, folks, the vaccination is not a blanket guarantee that you are no longer a target for this thing. It's pretty 
virulent. So, uh, think twice, okay? Yeah, maybe think three times, just to be damn sure. Yes, well, uh, when we return, um, just when you thought it was safe to walk in the woods and pal around with Bigfoot, you meet his flying cousin. I still think you should have locked them up. TheFuseBoxShow.com Don't be that guy. Ah, hell, COVID-19? Well, that's just a hoax started by the Democrats. Besides, I can't breathe with a mask on, and you know, there's a microchip in the vaccine. Bill Gates and the U.S. government is trying to track us. Besides, vaccines cause autism. My cousin's sister's boyfriend's baby mama's mechanic, well, he says masks don't even work. I ain't getting no goddamn vaccine until the FDA approves them. Everybody knows COVID death numbers are inflated. Damn it, it's my body and I have the right not to wear a mask, even if it makes other people sick or dead. COVID, well, that ain't nothing but the flu. I think I just need more information. How do I know the vaccines are safe or even work? Dr. Fauci, huh, a physician, scientist, immunologist, and the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases? Well, he don't know what he's talking about. I heard on Fox News that... Oh! Nope. Never gets old. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> Words uh, to the wise, friends. Our, uh, our personal rights only extend as far as to not injure another person. You know? Yeah, because the wrath of falling Steinways is merciless. And an absolute mess on the carpeting. Or your fine Italian marble. You know? Pain in the ass, bro. <laughs> And uh, according to the growl on the wall over there, it's uh, time for another segment we like to call Bizarre Beasties around these parts. Oh, I thought we were talking about Matt Gates. <laughs> no worries, Mr. Gaines. Not going to give him any airtime at all. Except maybe to say, we'll be watching when the prison gates swing shut for Mr. Gates. No, uh, this beast is uh, actually far more interesting, uh, at least to me. Now, we've all heard of Bigfoot, certainly. He, he's rumored to be trampling around the Pacific Northwest and uh, other regions of the country uh, for years. But uh, evidently, he has a cousin. Well, you know, a bunch of things come to mind. Uh, big guy. Yes, and uh, this variant 
is uh, most amazing and not contagious. The legend of this critter goes back to a uh, Washington State teenager named Brian Canfield and his 1994 account of one day driving in his pickup only to have the vehicle suddenly stop, followed by the appearance of a creature that, according to Canfield, was tall, had blue fur, yellow eyes, and wings. The beast stared at Canfield, then ascended and disappeared. And then the pickup started up again. Yeah, buddy. Bat Squatch. <laughs> you are correct, Mr. Keynes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard of this thing. Uh, they, they were saying it was like a, a huge bat crossed with an ape. I think it was seen around Mount St. Helens, mostly. <laughs> that is exactly what they say. So you're obviously familiar with this, uh, this thing. Well, like I say, I heard about it. I remember uh, one idea someone had was that it, uh, it might have come up out of Mount St. Helens after the uh, eruption in 1980. Oh. So it was a Scientologist. I saw what you did there. Yeah. Sorry. Please go on. Yeah. Well, one theory was uh, that it was related to what they called uh, diabolical flying apes who were let loose from the pit of the earth by the eruption of Mount St. Helens. What do I know? Wow. Well, uh, the the report goes on to agree with you, Mr. Keynes, as the uh, critter appears in a study done for a book called... Uh, are you sitting down? All right, here we go. World Top Secret, Our Earth is Hollow. You know, there have been other sightings, too, including uh, hikers at uh, Mount Shasta in 2009, and a pilot whose craft actually may have been buzzed by bat squatch in the air near uh, Mount Rainier. Awesome. Yeah. For me, though, the best thing about this... It's blue. <laughs> no, but that is uh, uh, different. Uh, w what's kind of cool for me is that there's a uh, distillery out here uh, located in Newport, Oregon, called uh, Rogue, that... Uh, evidently created a hazy IPA that they dubbed Bat Squatch in honor of this uh, here uh, aforementioned critter. And uh, as the Rogue website says, tales of the Bat Squatch that are all a bit hazy on the detail. Well, sure hope there's no fur in it. We're going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for the wall. We're going to stop drugs from coming in. We will build a great wall along the southern border. So now we have a world-class security system at the border, including the highest technology. Uh, it's really an insult to those of us who live down here. Um, we're seeing our communities ripped apart. We're seeing these ecosystems be destroyed. We don't care what you call it. Um, this thing is a disaster. The border walls be coming on down, friends. Have you heard this? That we're being invaded by Turkish aqua gophers? No, as a matter of fact, uh, I would actually welcome them in. No, it, it appears that the uh, wall in Arizona... Naturally. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, it appears that uh, due to excessively high winds and uh, flooding recently in that area, sections of the wall are uh, collapsing and just plain falling over. When Cheeto Boy hired his sleazy friends to build the thing, we knew from the get-go that it was going to be a sham show. Yeah, a very clear example of, but yet again, handing our money to his cretinous minions. I mean, that thing had been falling apart in a bunch of locations for over a year, so it's no surprise that the damn thing just fell apart here. Yeah, so instead of, you know, handing this over to the Army Corps of Engineers, who's, uh, you know, ab- whose ability to build such things is uh, very well documented. Orange Guy decides the uh, Cronies and Sons Construction Company and Money Laundering Service was a much better choice. Plus, the ACE would probably tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> uh, perhaps more gently phrased, but yes, uh, they, they too would see the futility of this construction, I'm uh, pretty sure. Well, for carp's sake, all you need is a high enough ladder, and, you know, it's not like this thing is a hundred feet high or something. Hell, it's really more like a fence. It's kind of pathetic, really. It looks like one of those uh, enforced tributes to a small-time dictator, you know? Yeah, well, I hope he gets a good view of it from his prison cell. One can only dream, Mr. Keynes. Yeah, I think it's a rather pointless pursuit. People will always look to better their situations in life, or uh, or should. Yeah, I gotta say too. Here, here's another example of talking out of both sides of their neck. All this noise about being uh, overwhelmed by immigrants, which, by the way, damn nearly everybody is an immigrant in this country. But beyond that, when Orange Guy was uh, uh, negotiating with the Taliban and our involvement in that uh, Afghan thing. Yeah. Didn't he realize that the migration of people in that country would skyrocket and that that we would end up with a a lot more immigrants here as a result? Oh, I bet he hoped they would just go to some other country, you know, that's closer. You mean Texas? I'm sure that if it wasn't geographic limitations, he was also thinking that, oh, hell, if by some ethical and truthful means I get booted out of office, it'll just be the next guy's problem. And uh, he or she can worry about it. I'll sit over here and complain about all the immigrants and how it would have never happened under my watch. Yeah, even though he is wearing that watch. Yeah, looks to be a Timex. Take a licking and keep on ticking. Yeah, I don't know, Mr. Keynes. It's an enigma wrapped inside a conundrum. Well, one thing's for sure, that uh, exit strategy, regardless who was sitting where, was going to be a shit show. No way to exit without making a damn mess. You just can't. Unrewarding situation at best, Mr. Keynes. I I hope that uh, all that need to exit that situation can do it safely as uh, the ISIS war drums are definitely uh, gaining in volume. Sure is like a hurricane of hatchets lately, man. I hear you. Oh, and speaking of Louisiana, on the anniversary of... Uh, Hurricane Katrina just got slammed again with uh, Hurricane Ida. And at least at the time we're doing this, um, uh, low fatality rate numbers so far anyway. Certainly uh, nowhere near the amount that uh, Katrina caused. Well, that's a good thing at least. 
You know, I've been in them, bro. It's it's, it's no fun at all. Yeah, no, they are not. And and I too, uh, when living in that uh, that uh, place down there in that area, yeah, down, yeah, down there, yeah, yeah, I experienced several. Uh, mostly the water part. Uh, most fond memories of Hurricane Elena over that uh, fateful Memorial Day weekend when the damn thing just parked out over the west coast of Florida and kept swinging in and swinging out like some kind of insane pinball, unable to decide exactly where it was going to come ashore. It was horrifying. Is that where you got flooded out? No, no, as it turns out. Actually, uh, uh, that was an, uh, an unnamed storm that came uh, tiptoeing into the Gulf, allegedly, without anyone actually seeing it and uh, raised the tide so excessively that it just uh, overflowed all the canals and uh, tributaries in the area I was living and uh, gave me a waterfront view. Yeah, sadly... 18 inches of it was in the downstairs portion of the house, which had, say it with me, the, the studio. studio. That's, that's right, yeah. So uh, tapes, artwork, various other documents, uh, gear, microphones, all just floating lazily in that stunctious overflow. Yeah, there's nothing like that smell of damp and moldy drywall. Nothing dry about these walls. I mean, you could push your finger clear through them. What a mess. You know, I don't miss that at all. I, I certainly miss the years of work that were lost in that debacle, but uh, nope. I'll brave the Batsquatch burping volcano out here any day. And on that volcano... <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, on that bleeding Batsquatch of a note. Uh, we'll, we'll call it a show, friends, but uh, not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Noel Snow and Jeff Pollard. Also, a tip of the hat to the lovely and talented Frank Edward Nora, the master of ceremonies over there at the Overnightscape.com. And yes, but also at the Overnightscape Underground at onsug.com. A grand chap and a really good sport. Thanks again, Frank, for all you do. And uh, thanks, as always, to the nimble elbows of the Doctor of Decibels over there, Milt Keynes, for uh, technical assistance and uh, so on and so forth. A pleasure for someone. A big red, squeezable clown nose of thanks to you, friends, for uh, pushing play on this installment of the program. We couldn't do it without you, you know. Yeah, it'd be freaking weird for us to be doing this for the four walls. It isn't that what we're actually doing, though? Well, I'll tell you how you can help that terrible situation, and that is to uh, subscribe to the show wherever you may have found us. Or maybe we found you. Whatever. Just mash the button, leave a review, and a few hundred stars or whatever, and uh, we'd be eternally grateful. Oh, for sure we would, and are whenever you do that. You know what else they can do? simple as pie. You go to thefuseboxshow.com and click on the shopping tab. And like flippin' magic, there you are. Oh, and if you're one of those book of face folks, click on the shop now button on the Fusebox Show Facebook page. Okay? 
Indeed, it is that easy. And we've just added a new whiskey mug to the proceedings over there, which is uh, emblazoned with the show art from this very episode. Handcrafted art by Jeff Pollard and uh, made to order for you. So, uh, yeah, check it out. I'm drinking from mine right now. <laughs> to your continued health, my friend. Uh, I have been your Some Contents Have Been Dislodged During Shipping host, Mark Rose, saying, Until our next cartoon. Fuse Box.